0: Hello, this is Jenna with Illuminate My Life Counseling. I'm the owner and a psychotherapist here. Uh, I have one of my amazing therapists coming on today. Her name is Sharon. Uh, She's a master's in social work and she also graduated from Ferris State University, similar as myself. Uh, some of her experiences include extensive history of working and child welfare. Uh, today, she's going to discuss a little bit about her experiences moving from an agency work to, into private practice, uh, confidence levels, and general discussions on working with clients. Alright, so I'm here with Sharon today. Sharon's like one of my best friends in the whole world. Uh, she's also a psychotherapist <laughs> here at Illuminate My Life Counseling. And she is very awesome. So, Sharon, tell me a little bit about yourself or just have a conversation with me. Okay.
1: Uh, A little bit about myself.
0: Well, I feel like my experience as
1: a therapist is increasing due to my past history of being in child welfare for 10 years. I was thinking it was going to be a lot harder to do that transition, Uh but it's really not. I'm, I'm feeling I'm doing the same kind of advising and working with people, but on a different level of helping instead of making them feel like I'm part of the barrier.
0: Okay. So like the transition from being like in an agency sort of yes. setting to a private practice? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. What have you found to be the most beneficial yeah, 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 from transferring yeah, yeah. To, from Shh. <laughs> dogs in the background making lots of noise? Sorry yes. for that. She's actually our <laughs> counseling dog, so she's around a lot. You might hear her in the background of some of these podcasts in the future, yeah. too. <laughs> But Sharon, what do you find to be the most beneficial thing of transferring to private practice so far? Oh, my goodness. Um,
1: for me, it was... Personally, it was just the difference in how I was able to work with clients. Um, going from an agency, there's very specific... Things that you're allowed to do and not do, Um, you know, because it's a different kind of business. It's an agency. We have policies, not that we don't have policies in private practice, but it's a different set of policy, government policies, and um, you know, having to to really follow that guideline. Um, In private practice, we still have you know policies, but it's based on ethics and professionalism as the trade. And where you can just dive right in with a client and you can work with them in the way that you can't always in an agency.
0: Okay. So it's more flexible sense. it it's sounds very like you're flexible. able to
1: tailor it to your clients a little bit more. Yes everything is tailored exactly to the clients needs um, and you're not set on a timetable oh, in private nice. practice. Mm-hmm. So if things aren't working um, originally what you're thought was, you know, to help someone, then you switch it and you change it and you, that client has all the time in the world to make changes, positive changes for themselves. In an agency, you're on a timeline. Okay, that sounds so, like it could be pretty beneficial. I, I always think it would be because there's, there's struggles that um, people go through that are lifelong struggles. You're not going to be quote unquote cured in a 10 months, uh, 12 month span. These are lifelong things. And so we're able to help them as long as they need it. So do you have any expectations of when you're supposed to cut a client off them? I feel for me, it's when you make goals and then you're you're always making goals. You're renewing them every three months. If goals start to become where it's not about emotional or coping, that client has made the progress that they need, that they, they got it on their own. sometimes I've had people say well my goal is you know well I'd like to go on vacation more okay well that's (laughs) not a goal I can really help (laughs) you with Um, I we need to stick with you know emotional stability type goals if someone can't think of anything like that um, I know before that happens so um, you know we make that transition by me just saying you know I feel you you know I feel this way how are you feeling about your progress um, I would never stop seeing a client who felt like they weren't in the place they need to be without
0: having therapy okay so you don't like just get to like let's say 10 12 weeks and say okay well we've made it to 12 weeks now so it's time for us to terminate you don't do anything like absolutely that. not no. okay do you feel like that would be beneficial for clients or would that harm
1: clients more That's a good question. It depends on what they're coming in here for. If it's something that's situational and I feel like it can be resolved in 12 weeks, then I don't want to prolong it. Okay. Um, Because, you know, sometimes I feel like people will try to make things up just to make Mm -hmm. it continue to go on. And you don't want to do that. You want to encourage clients to notice their growth and their strengths and, you know, really rely on their perspective. Like, I do have this. Okay. You want to encourage that. You don't want to prolong it because then they feel like they need you more
0: than they actually do. Right. And then as a therapist, you're enabling that, so you, that's sure. not a good thing to do. Okay. So do you feel like it's easy for clients to become reliant on you as a therapist?
1: Sometimes. Okay. I think there's been some situations I feel my client, some of my clients could have handled certain situations without needing to text me you know before a mm-hmm. session okay. but that is one of the things that I have encouraged in the past is like if you feel stuck please reach out okay. um, but you know once I say well you've already solved it oh yeah you're right okay and then it ends you know I don't have lengthy conversations in between sessions
0: all the time so okay all right so getting back to moving into private practice what's been the most difficult thing for you moving into private practice
1: Well, this is going to be kind of, you know, <laughs> me admitting my own um, insecurities as a therapist because we are human too.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: have our own insecurities. We have our own self-doubt. Um, sure. So moving into private practice was scary for me at first because I spent 10 years in the other field. So I knew I knew what I was doing there. Okay. Coming into private practice was completely new and different. Um Believing in myself that I had the skills, I had the ability to to counsel people um, was my biggest struggle.
0: Okay. So it sounds more kind of like a confidence thing in yes. being.
1: Okay. Absolutely. Right. It was a confidence thing. And I still have those moments or days where I kind of have to process Things sure? and I'm like no, but I, I got it. And if I don't, I always go to you. Okay, all right. Go to another. You're always welcome to come yes. to me. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> and or I, you know, I use other colleagues to be bouncing off ideas because I think that's so important with absolutely. with therapists that we share those things because not everyone knows everything. Okay,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you feel about the idea of not being superhuman as a mental health therapist? <laughs> that part I always feel
1: like I have to be superhuman okay I haven't I haven't been able to, to drop that yet um I've always felt like I can take it I can take it I can do it I can do, it, I can do more I can do more mm-hmm. um so it, it's being mindful of my own self-care which I have to stop and think about which thanks to you again I was able to do today whoa and say I yeah. have to slow down because I have some very significant
0: things coming up yeah. and I'm going to burn myself out okay Good for you. So you're stepping back at this point, kind of letting yourself go yes. and yep. recognizing that you're human. <laughs> yes. All right. Absolutely. Good for, Good for you. Okay. Awesome. What was the other question I had? Oh, yes. The other question was going back to your confidence a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you've been with Illuminate My Life for a little over a year or about- it was a year in July a year in July. So yeah, a little bit over a year. Mm-hmm. So looking at your confidence level from when you very first started to now, how is it different?
1: I would say it's different in the fact that I'm not fearful of new things coming up on me. So um, I... E- I'm so versed in very specific mental health issues for the mm-hmm. past few years that, um, when I learned new kind of diagnoses and things like that, I was super nervous in the beginning. Like okay. that was really, really hard for me to, to comfortably do, mm-hmm. um, put this diagnosis on, some, diagnosis on somebody. I feel much more confident now after over a year that
0: okay. awesome. I
1: recognize it instantly okay. what's happening. I, I'm more confident in my assessing of things. Um, and so I don't get I'm not nervous about that anymore. Okay.
0: That's awesome. And I've noticed that you've become more comfortable with time too, which is awesome. Because yeah. I like <laughs> to see that confidence being built yes. in you. So
1: yes. okay. it's it's refreshing, you know. We I constantly I always tell every one of my clients when I first meet them that my method is a very strength-based method and I have to also do
0: that for myself. And I, I, I
1: practice what I preach. Okay, That's good for you. Good for you.
0: That can that can be hard to do as a therapist. It so is. how do you how do you follow through on that? Because I know a lot of therapists that are really good at giving advice and not so good at <laughs> taking their own advice. A baby steps still
1: because i'm still trying to keep doing that um but i've gotten so much better with my own positive self-talk that's something mm-hmm. that i really encourage all of my clients to do okay. and i was not following that in the beginning
0: okay
1: um so i do that a lot i do that every day now for with myself is doing that positive self-talk um We focus, I think most of us as individuals, focus so much on negative things about Mm -hmm. us, um, and we don't replenish that with positives. Okay. So I always tell my clients for every negative thought, counteract it with two positive thoughts for the day. That's a good one. That's a good
0: one. All right.
1: Okay, so it could really help to turn the mood around. It does, I think. So it does for me. Um, I've had, it's been very successful with my clients. They say, yeah, it actually works for them.
0: Okay, awesome. Uh, That's awesome. awesome. What advice would you give to those therapists that do have a hard time following their own advice?
1: I personally would say if these are your expectations of your clients, you should have the same expectations for yourself. Okay. If your clients ask you, well, what do you do? And you say, I don't do this. (laughs) Uh why are they going to listen to your (laughs) advice totally makes sense (laughs) so it is and and that's what i use with people i'm like i use this myself Mm -hmm. i need this myself self-care is another thing i say i do these things for myself because it's important so i'm not just going to tell you to do it and and myself go i'm not going to do that
0: okay
1: um so that's what i would advise i think that's very good advice
0: okay thank you So this being your first podcast here at Illuminate My Life Counseling, right? How are you feeling about it being your first podcast here? Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling okay? I feel really okay. Uh, Okay. Awesome. I think,
1: again, when you're in this profession and your profession is to listen and talk and (laughs) give feedback, it's, it's a lot easier to do this than I anticipated. Okay. Good.
0: Good. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. And I think
1: the listeners
0: listeners are going to enjoy it. So. I hope so.
1: I hope we can so. give them a little a little spring in their step every time they listen to us because it's important, I think, to, to spread our positivity. We have a lot of positivity in Absolutely.
0: here. Absolutely. Yes, one of the things that we do here at Illuminate My Life Counseling is when we bring somebody on, we make sure that they meet the personality that we're looking for. We yep. find somebody that's positive, bubbly, somebody that when their clients come in, if they're having a bad day, they're going to leave feeling at least a little bit better. So that's right. one of the things that we target here at mm-hmm. Illuminate My Life. So, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah which is why it was awesome to bring on Sharon a year ago because she, like, fit perfectly. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to have you. So. That was Sharon, Master Social Worker here at Illuminate My Life Counseling. Please feel free to follow our podcast. Comments and feedback are welcome. We would love to see you sandwiching your comments, which you can learn more about from our previous podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening today.